We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Pretty good. Did you get these at the Dollar Tree? Or something? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's what we used at Maryland's. Uh, we were recording the uh, it, at the studio, and all of a sudden they said, "Oh, we'll just throw these away." It's like, no, don't throw them away. Well, now I can't go home. I got glitter all over my hands. Oh, Look at that. well. Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody! <laughs> Happy New Year! Yay! This is our 2024. first. Yeah, it's our first episode, number two ninety eight. We're almost to three hundred, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's been a couple of weeks since we, you know, have done our thing. So, how was your Christmas? It was great, and just, I mean, I was busy at work. Boy, was it busy! Oh, that's right. You worked till the thirtieth. I you? did. Wow, I did. The, the last Saturday, we were way up into the fifties. It was a nice day, so people wanted to come out. You know, same as the Saturday before that, which was two days before Christmas. It was in the sixties. And you're that? packed, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, yeah, some time off. Well deserved time off, I think. Right. Yeah, really. Now, did uh, not the employees uh, rode uh, fire in the hole? Right. That's that's a done deal, isn't that? Oh, it's probably gone by now. Oh, really? No, I don't know. Oh, no. no. Uh, yeah, we were to ride it on Sunday. Day after park closed, we went back in, had our goodbye, our final goodbye. Oh, of yeah. A fifty-one-year-old roller coaster. Wow. So, uh, I'm excited for the new one. See what it's like. That's going to be cool. I know that. Is it going to be built? By the time it opens next year? Or this oh, year? that thing's been being built for years. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be ready. They say it'll be ready. Oh, gosh. We shall find out. Well, I mean, the Hughes had a, a Christmas show. I did not play it. Oh? A Christmas show. I yeah. thought, oh, there's probably going to be 50 people there. Over, I think they had over 800. It was just insane. Wow. On Christmas Day. Probably what wasn't <laughs> much to do for those who came to Branton on Christmas Day. Well... I mean, I don't, I'm not a marketer, so, you know, I, I didn't think it would it would work. Who's going to want to come out? Well, yeah. It's packed. Mean, yeah. I get it. Oh, jeez. I mean, like you said, the weather has been nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went and had a little uh, 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 ham and taters and macaroni salad with yeah. mom and Good. Uh, got her a can opener, electric can opener. Oh. Well, she's using that old kind that you have to crank that, mm-hmm. that you, you attach. Oh, yeah. But want her to get rid of it. It's like... <laughs> wow. So I got a real one. Not 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 a cheapie. It's a real one. It's so. a real electric one. Yes. So I don't think she's, she's used to oh. it. <laughs> anyway, did you stay up and watch the, the ball sure drop? Sure I did. Sure I did. We do every year. Play games or eat junk food. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, we watched it drop. Well, I get now, if we watch it drop, then that's 11 o'clock. 11. Yeah, that's not bad. Nah. I got a cu- couple of 
New Year's Eve ball drop fun facts. Oh, Want to yeah. hear them? Cool. Uh, warmest. Okay, now this is New York City ball drop at midnight. The warmest it's ever been on those ball drops is 58 degrees in 1969. No, no, 1966 and 1973. The coldest it's ever been at that time at the ball drop was in 1918. It was one degree. <laughs> yeah. It was not that bad. I think it was in the 40s, like 47 maybe. Oh, I was yeah. Thinking. It was not, it's not too bad for New York at this time of year, you know. That that's true. Oh, I got a I got something later in uh, the uh, in other news that's that's going to be fascinating on that one. But uh, hey, happy perihelion! Yeah. Wait, let me give some. Uh, Did you feel it? Yeah. Having like there um, a couple hours ago. No, actually, it's fifty three minutes ago, seven o'clock. I heard it was a little earlier than that. I heard it was like oh, really? six thirty something, six thirty seven. Oh, maybe. but you're talking just. I'm right. talking to the. Oh, I felt it. Did you not feel that? No, I didn't feel it. Anyway, do you want to explain what a perihelion is? Or well, that's the point of time that the uh, Earth would be closest to the Sun. I almost said Sun closer to the Earth, but I think the Earth's one who moves closer to the Sun. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with that one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The center point of the Earth is closest to the Sun. Now that's right. not. The, the, the tilt is going the other way. Yeah, but what is that like for the Southern Hemisphere? Do they notice it being warmer? Never thought about that. Oh yeah, I bet they're Christmas. I mean, they're they're in shorts and. Well, yeah, they're, it's it's hot anyway. And Australia right now, they're burning up. I mean, they're <laughs> they're hot. Down oh yeah, there. it's a record heat wave. Oh really? Yeah. So I didn't know. You know. Since it's closer to the Earth, I doubt it's that much closer to make a difference. Oh, I see in, what you mean. In space measurements. Yeah, the space-time continuum. Because it takes eight minutes to hit from the sun to the Earth. Right. We're not going to move that much closer to change that. Oh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's still cold. It's still winter. Because I'm sure the, I mean, the, the, light, the heat comes from the light, which travels at eight minutes. Yeah. The, the speed of light. Basically, from the sun to the earth is eight minutes. So yeah, yeah. If the earth, if the sun explodes, we won't know for eight minutes. Well, so we got eight minutes to hide. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> What's with all this? Uh, you've been hearing about it. I've been hearing about it. The uh, um, the northern lights. We've been having these storms, and they're even talking yeah. about more intense auroras coming well, up. Well, we're in. A, I don't know. It's a pattern. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, there's been more lately. And this happens; it cycles. So we're yeah. in an upswing of things. So I mean, they're talking about expecting. even even more. Yeah. I apologize for my voice. I don't know what's going on. I am I not either. sick. No. But <clears throat> I've been in the studio all day. Uh, maybe it's dry or something. But could be. And of course, right before the podcast, it started acting up. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, oh, uh, oh, here you you say things. I have to go and find something. Uh, <laughs> Forgot. Things. Well, uh, you, oh, I know what you're looking for. Yeah, I uh, have it, but I have to go find it. Was 2023 a, a, a good weather year, a bad weather year, an average weather year? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but we have a weather station that records all of that data. 
and uh, sends it right to our computer so we can kind of look at it and whenever we want and make our own list. Is that what you were headed to? That is exactly okay. what I was. I got everything else up on my computer. It's like, oh crap, I got to get this. <clears throat> the year, I got the year in review on uh, for us, like Corey said, right here, a stormed our weather observatory. <laughs> I don't know if it's observatory or not, but mm, weather whatever. station. The highest temperature. This year, in the Branson area, 104.9. That was June 29th. Uh, the lowest temperature, which I thought it was lower than this, but it's not. 14.7. That was on March 20th. The reason you thought it was lower is because we did get lower, but it was the end of 2023, right at Christmas time. Ah. We got, like, zero. <clears throat> end of 22? No, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> Before 23. Dece- yeah, December 23rd, 2022. That was real, real stupid low then. That was cold. Wow. But check this out. I thought this was interesting. Our average temperature, 58.9. Now, that's for the year. High and low, all everything combined. The normal average temperature for the year for Springfield is 59. We were 0.1 degrees below the Springfield yearly average. I thought that was wild. Interesting. Uh, observed rainfall, we had a total of 50.91 almost 51 inches. Uh, the average rainfall for Springfield is 44.7. We were over six inches surplus, which Good. is awesome. Uh, we had a total of seven inches of snow, which isn't much. No. I We've had more, but I guess last year there was... We've had more in one snow. I think it was like one snow or one month. I was looking Seems through all like the records. It. It's weird. Uh, normal snowfall for the Springfield area, and I think they're going to probably adjust this. Uh, it says 17 inches a year for Springfield as an average. Doesn't that seem high to you? Well, not for back when it snowed. Oh, right. Not so much anymore, Yeah, I, I don't a, think. That's what but I'm thinking. They do get more than we do, but I think on average, you have to bring that down. I, they probably will. And it's, it's an old graphic I've got for the past three or uh-huh. four years. Um, the highest barometric pressure we recorded, 30.83. That's really high. December 14th. And the lowest pressure was 29.47, and that was in March. <clears throat> so uh, that's a big spread, an inch and 1.36 inches. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Wow, what is wrong with my voice, man? That's strange. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's, what's next on the list? Uh, well, we got, oh, January 22nd, the average high starts going up. Yes. We're at 20, 44 Almost. and 24 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So on January 22nd, the average high would be 45. So we're stuck in that mm. 44 degree. Yeah. Well, just according to Springfield, you know, let's say switch it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll we'll just be in that uh, forty four and twenty four for a while. <clears throat> okay. So Corey, what's up? I've been hearing lots of different agencies talk about different things, and they saying January is going to be a more active pattern. This you know coming up, mm-hmm. and we may have something on the horizon. I don't want to hype it, but uh, there's definitely stuff on the. Model, so let's get to your model minute. Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Now, I don't see nothing. <laughs> okay, so moving on. <laughs> All right, let's talk right. about this. Uh, this Friday, Thursday into Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
you know, I've been looking at this for a while. Didn't really like all that impressive. Now, like, kind of sped it up a little bit. Have you seen this? No. Kind of sped it up, meaning we might actually get some a little light snow if, and then oh. maybe change into rain after that. Okay. Let me call up the grid. Yeah, the last I knew it was going to be Friday afternoon and then end by midnight. Yeah, I mean, it's the same uh, length, but uh, I don't know. It looks like a little earlier. Now it's all blue instead of turning into green. Oh, that's wild. Okay. So we shall see what that looks like. And this like. is Friday morning, you said? Yeah, I mean, it's not much. It's not going to be like a huge system. I mean, it's... Okay. Sure has been advertised, though. Yeah, I know. And people have been... <sighs> I haven't been pushing it very much because, like, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. No. For Friday, and it'll be out of here by the weekend. So, yeah. The next bigger system definitely starts out as rain and then wraps around and maybe might give us a little bit of winter precipitation uh, behind it. Now, it's a much more powerful system than this next system, meaning hard to tell, but it looks kind of stormy over our neck of the woods nice. before this rolls through. I want us to change it to ice and then some snow and then getting on out of here, but I don't like it, the ice part. <laughs> I'll take the rain, I'll take the snow. Don't of course want this the ice. is next to I mean well, we're a week, a week, a week out. away. Yeah. So that'll that'll change. Of course. But then this even, you know, later in the month, we're talking the by the fifteenth Another little system comes Couple through. weeks, okay. Just little systems, but uh, there's some interesting a low-pressure system coming up from the southwest right around the uh, can't, the 14th. It looks kind of interesting. That's like the third wave. It is a third wave. Yeah. But then a little, little fourth wave after that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I no, guess it third, is getting more The active. third wave, I don't see any type of frozenness at all. Okay. So... Maybe it'll bring us some rain, though, because we're in a drought. Well, we do. I mean, even though we were in the surplus for 2023, December, we only had an inch and a half. That's not much. It's not much. So, And I think uh, the last drought check, you said southern Missouri is in the abnormally dry. So that Well, now half of Taney County is actually in a drought, not just abnormally dry anymore. No! No! Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah, I'm going to look at temperatures real fast. I like to look for those uh, PVs. Yeah. Polar vortex. Ooh, wait. We'll keep them up to the north. (laughs) Man. I really don't see anything stupid until the middle of the month. Of the 10th, it gets teens for Springfield. You're talking lows, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like not highs. Well, I'm, I hope I'm not. going on a loop here, but uh, man, not, another little uh, push. Big cold front coming through with that system around the 14th. Okay, that it went a couple of weeks. Yeah. Stormy. No, that's a big cold front. Kind of a polar vortex-like temperatures in northern Missouri. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So that could get interesting. That could be our big. Uh, the biggest one to concern with if that rain doesn't get out of here before it freezes over, you know. Yeah, that's going to be something. So uh, eh, we'll watch for it. 
Other than that, it's not stupid. I think the other thing with that, uh, the next week system, not the first wave. The first wave is Friday, yeah. whatever, the second wave. This thing, the isobars, not the isobars, yeah, isobars, lines of equal pressure are really tight. And so Tuesday-ish? I've, yeah. <laughs> and there, I've heard several people say this one is going to blow. Interesting. Um, yeah, Ron was saying that. Springfield National Weather Service was saying this is this is packing some wind. So, I would imagine we're going to see we may see some wind advisories out of this thing. And if it wraps around just right, do you think blizzard? Um, Doubt it. It's not going to be cold enough. Well, well, <laughs> depends. Yeah, and we stress maybe all the Kansas. Time. Yeah, but we, we stress all the time the track of the storm makes a huge difference if it goes even 50 miles either side you know north or south or east or west or where it's supposed to that could be that could spell the difference between a rainfall event or ice and snow i mean mm-hmm. it's you got to really be careful and when you, you gotta talk just this. keep track of updates in the forecast especially when they're this you're still a ways out from that one exactly so and that's why we say what we what we know now is something's coming in we just don't know what is going to now next week well, wait. Next week, next Tuesday. That's that's the that could be the day. If it, if it's to potentially get bad, we may have to do the podcast on a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> we can stay Never home know. and cook marshmallows and you know do all sorts of fun things like that. Yeah. So a wind back in. Um, the okay now the forecast grid again. It's a week out. Um, calls for on Monday rain likely. Hmm. High forty eight. Hmm. Uh, Monday night rain. Mostly cloudy, uh, low around 32. Yeah. And Tuesday, a chance of rain. So, so far, eh, I mean, and that keeps changing. And I that think. was just the GFS model that I was looking at. It was keeping it all snow for us on that latest run. Really? Okay. On the latest run. Oh, okay. I looked at the run this afternoon. I've been in the mm-hmm. studio today. But what I'm saying, it could probably change. Yeah, and I know National Weather Service is issuing graphics and stuff. I haven't really posted them because I don't want people to get all freaked out. And <laughs> until we know something, if we know it better, because once once they have that, you know, the confidence is, it's kind of like the hurricane thing. The confidence in the cone of uncertainty goes out like 600 miles. I'm like, you know, that's kind of, I'm not going to post it just yet. With with a confidence level of like five percent, so I'm not going to even really get into the weeds on that one until mm. probably at the end of the week. Then we're going to start seeing some of these medium range models coming in, and we can we can do a lot better. So that's what that's all you've seen on your on pretty your much yeah. It's all. <clears throat> I was looking for some other info on something that just popped into my head. But oh, maybe okay. I can find for later. Oh, okay, but probably not. Okay. So continue on. Continue. Well, it's, it's actually uh, time for the weather school. So oh. let's take a little break. I'm going to cough my head off and see if I can unlodge whatever's in my throat. And Corey's going to look at his thing. Uh, oh, uh, the other thing, uh, what I just thought of. Uh, we're, now, tonight, most, most everybody's going to listen to this probably tomorrow. But tonight, there's a chance of freezing fog. A big old thing of freezing fog from I-44 North because yeah. of cold fronts coming in. But what's happening is there's not a lot of drier air behind it. So the dew point is going to kind of stay up, but the air temperature is going to fall. So when that happens, the dew point and the air temperature are going to meet. That's going to create fog in some places pretty dense. And then the temperature is going to fall below freezing. So I would imagine we're going to see some freezing fog advisories 
uh, later North tonight. Springfield. Uh, Springfield and North. Yeah, right. it's really strange how they got it. If you look at I-44, it's literally right along I-44 and North. Uh, nothing for us, um, but uh, and I'm not going to be up at 5 a.m. It's at 5 to 9 a.m. is kind of the optimum time mm-hmm. it's going to be there. So Anyway, that's what I was going to do. All right, so let's get to the weather school. Um, and I saw fog. This weather school is about fog. <laughs> so um, there's all types of fog. You probably get some freezing fog in there. So, uh, about time for that, so let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just put us under a dense fog advisory. Fog is a visible aerosol consisting of minute water droplets or ice crystals suspended in the air at or near the Earth's surface. Although it has no Latin name, fog can be considered a type of low-lying cloud, usually resembling stratus, and is heavily influenced by nearby bodies of water, topography, and wind conditions. In turn, fog has affected many human activities, such as shipping, travel, and warfare. By definition, fog reduces visibility to less than two-thirds of a mile, whereas mist causes lesser impairment of visibility. Fog forms when the difference between air temperature and the dew point temperature is less than four and a half degrees. Fog normally occurs at a relative humidity near 100 percent. This occurs from either added moisture in the air or falling ambient temperatures. However, fog can form at lower humidities and can sometimes fail to form when the relative humidity is at 100%. At 100% relative humidity, the air cannot hold additional moisture. Thus, the air will become supersaturated if additional moisture is added. Fog commonly produces precipitation in the form of drizzle or very light snow. Drizzle occurs when the humidity of fog attains 100% and the minute cloud droplets begin to coalesce into larger droplets. This can occur when the fog layer is lifted and cooled sufficiently or when it is forcibly compressed from above by descending air. Drizzle becomes freezing drizzle when the air temperature at the surface drops below the freezing point. Now let's talk about the different types of fog. There's radiation fog, and that is formed by the cooling of land after sunset by infrared thermal radiation in calm conditions with a clear sky. The cooling ground then cools adjacent air by conduction, causing the air temperature to fall and reach the dew point forming fog. Radiation fog occurs at night, and it usually doesn't last long after sunrise, but it can persist all day in the winter months, especially in areas bounded by high ground. Radiation fog is most common in the autumn and early winter. Ground fog 
is fog that obscures less than 60% of the sky and does not extend to the base of any overhead clouds. However, the term is usually a synonym for radiation fog, which is very shallow. In some cases, the depth of the fog is on the order of tens of centimeters over certain kinds of terrain with the absence of wind. Advection fog occurs when moist air passes over a cool surface by advection wind and is cooled. It's common as a warm front passes over an area with significant snowpack. It's most common at sea when moist air encounters cooler waters, including area of cold water upwelling, such as along the California coast. A strong enough temperature difference over water or bare ground can also cause advection fog. Evaporation fog, or steam fog, forms over bodies of water overlain by much colder air. This situation can also lead to steam devils forming. Lake effect fog is of this type, sometimes in combination with other causes like radiation fog. Frontal fog forms in much the same way as a stratus cloud near a front when raindrops falling from relatively warm air above the frontal surface evaporate into cooler air close to the Earth's surface and cause it to become saturated. This type of fog can be the result of a very low frontal stratus cloud subsiding to the surface level in the absence of any lifting agent after the front passes. Ice fog forming in very low temperatures can be the result of other mechanisms mentioned here, as well as the exhalation of warm, moist air by herds of animals. It can be associated with the diamond dust form of precipitation, in which very small crystals of ice form and slowly fall. Freezing fog, which deposits rime, is composed of droplets of supercooled water which freezes to surfaces on contact. Depending on the concentration of the droplets, visibility in fog can range from the appearance of haze to almost zero visibility. Many lives are lost each year worldwide from accidents involving fog conditions on the highways, including multiple vehicle collisions. The aviation travel industry is affected by the severity of fog conditions, even though modern auto-landing computers can put an aircraft down without the aid of a pilot. Personnel manning an airport control tower must be able to see if aircraft are sitting on the runway awaiting takeoff. Safe operations are difficult in thick fog, and civilian airports may forbid takeoffs and landings until conditions improve. So let's talk about record extremes. The foggiest place in the world is Hamilton, New Zealand, followed closely by the Grand Banks off the coast of Newfoundland, which is the meeting place of the cold Labrador current from the north and the much warmer Gulf Stream from the south. Some of the foggiest land areas in the world include Argentina and Point Reyes, California, each with over 200 foggy days per year. So the next time you're out driving in foggy conditions, then remember this. Slow down and turn on your headlights on the low beams. In zero visibility, you may not see a stopped car in front of you. 
If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. I have coughed and Corey has looked. This whole time you've been coughing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little better. I'm not quite yeah. as raspy. I don't know. I just get that. It just settles right in the vocal cords. Strange. Yeah. Yes, I am. Thank uh. you very much. <laughs> uh, okay. It's time to get to in other news. I got a couple of things here. Um, I'm sure everybody's heard by now. I said yesterday. I think it's yeah. Yesterday on the first of January, mm-hmm. a major earthquake just uh, near Suzu, Japan, it was a seven point five. That's pretty big. Pretty good size. Yeah, I've seen videos of it. I mean, everything inside is literally. Oh, yeah. I, you know, when I said I would like to kind of experience a little earthquake, not one like that. I just want a little bit of shaking and right. it to go away. You know, nobody get hurt. Nobody. Yeah. Um, they did issue tsunami warnings and tsunami watches. I was uh, alerted to that, uh, and then they dropped the warning because I don't think they recorded any big waves right. there. Um, this was a shallow earthquake, so that means the potential for um, tsunami is much greater because it's it's closer to the surface. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Speaking of waves, I'm going to skip around. Uh, do you hear about those monster waves in California? Holy, no. You have not? Biggins? Wow. They're, they're one of those, what they call the rogue wave, oh. where it, it, there's storms out in the ocean. And when the two polarities of wave height meet, mm-hmm. sometimes they do they meet together and they cause this huge wave. And people are scrambling. There's been a, a few people killed, actually, wow. uh, because they're on the beach. And all of a sudden, here comes this wave, this tidal-like wave. Um, but it's not associated with a, you know, an earthquake or anything. And they've had, I think, three so far. Uh, it says C article, but I don't know if I even have it up. Um, I don't have it up, but you can look at it. Uh, yeah, and just Google monster waves hit California coast, and it's a lot of it up and down the coast, which is weird. Um, yeah, so you got anything over there? Yeah, did you hear? I just found this one. Okay. Uh, about the big earthquake over on the East Coast today. I did not. New York City. No. Yeah. In uh, Queens. Oh, my God. They actually recorded a... Uh, a series of well, they they thought they heard explosions. Okay, but did they actually hear the earthquake? That's the question. Oh, because there actually there were multiple reports of explosions all across the city. So did an earthquake cause the explosions, or was it? You know, sometimes it, it has a weird sound. You know, the oh yeah, the earthquake. Yeah. yeah, it's like a freight train. No wait, that's a tornado. Well, this this uh, <laughs> this earthquake shook New York City this morning. One point seven. Oh, a baby so one. So you would bear with, it's like a car driving by. I was going to say, that's a baby one, yeah. yeah. So uh, about the same time, people in Manhattan and Queens started hearing explosions. So coming from Roosevelt Island, so they think might be related. I wouldn't, but that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. A one point something. Yeah, that isn't barely detectable. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But is there a fault line up there in New York City? 
I didn't know. <laughs> I never heard of a New York City earthquake. Well, that's no. all I got on that. That's really all I got. Period. Oh, speaking of earthquake, there was one in uh, northeast Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, a, what, a four, uh, three or four? It was yeah. up there. It wasn't major, but... No. Uh, yeah, it was it was big, and that again that now that one's right along the New Madrid Fault. Right, um, New York is the New, New York is Fault. The, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> another article: Winter is here, but it's losing its cool. And I thought this was very fascinating. Uh, this one is from CNN, and I did some quick notes because it's a big old read. Uh, they said the winter temperatures have increased by 3.8 degrees on average since 1970, and the winters in the fastest warming cities warmed by as much as 7 degrees. Wow. Uh, the fastest warming cities are roughly uh, east of the Mississippi River and up into the northeast. In New York, that's what happened. Mm. Uh, northeast and upper Midwest are the regions for the fastest warming and are running nearly 5 degrees warmer. This includes ski towns like Burlington, Vermont, which is 7.7 degree increase. Concord, New Hampshire, 6.6 degree increase. Uh, winter is notoriously cold. Oh, winter in notoriously cold Milwaukee is now 6.7 degrees warmer. Um, this is fascinating. Reno, Nevada now has 91 fewer freezing nights each year. So temperatures are not getting huh. below freezy. Fre- freezing, yeah. And the last little bullet point is Buffalo, New York, Chicago, New York City, Boston, and Detroit now no longer experience two to three weeks worth of freezing nights every year. So you get a couple of freezing nights and it stays above. Interesting. Yeah, it's warming up, dude. It is. Yeah. And the last thing I got was a little fun fact. Because juniper is still out there, and I thought, you know, I'm just I'm going to quit talking about juniper. And I did a little research. <laughs> you're, you're laughing at it. juniper has a winter and spring pollinating season, so Jupiter J- juniper is really going to go through the winter. <laughs> well, now you know. That's that's probably what's in my throat right now. Probably so. Uh, I did check the levels. There's there's not a lot of juniper pollen out there, but it's detectable. I know. Wow. And that's all you had. Yeah, I didn't have much. You didn't have much, yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. This week, it's two words. So, Corey, what is this week? Stormed our weather, weather words of the week. Pilot balloon. Ooh. What is a pilot balloon? It's a small helium-filled meteorological balloon. It, it's a meteorological balloon. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has tracked, that is tracked as it rises through the atmosphere to determine how wind speed and direction change with altitude. Okay. <laughs> I just had to add that little sound effect there. Wow. I know. Huh. Yeah, so it, it's just a little balloon that they used, uh, I guess, when there's like high shear. It's only what I would think right. if there's like severe weather or something, they'll send this little pilot balloon up and it's going to mm-hmm. tell them exactly what, how much shear there is. I, I'm guessing. I like it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Never cool. heard of it. <laughs> I didn't either. I was going along. It's like, you know, there's tons of little weather balloon, weather balloon, weather words and phrases uh, all over the place yep. <clears throat> going on. Well, thanks for putting up with my voice. It's a little bit better now. <laughs> It is. Oh, man. So are you enjoying your time off? Uh, you know what? It just feels like a couple of days off so far. So, Oh, yeah, like your weekend? Yeah. Yeah, you'll get It'll it. It'll kick so. in. 
Uh, yeah, eventually. The kids stay. They're home till the ninth this year. Oh, that's good. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Some I, schools around here went back today on the second. That's what I would do but, if uh, I was in Springfield. No, we're going to be off to the ninth. So. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can take some trips. But they didn't get out till like right before Christmas. I don't know. Oh yeah. Go to Miami a couple of days, I guess. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad it's the new year. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be watching that thing. Check our page, our uh, Facebook page, because we're going to be watching that system Corey was talking about coming in for next week, and we'll figure it out. All right. If you don't got anything else, let's wrap this thing up then. You ready? Okay, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormed Our Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormedourweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormedourweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormed Our Weather 